Welcome to the Authentic Discipleship Podcast, where we seek to encourage and empower you on how to make disciples in and through authentic relationships, recapturing the heart of the early church that we read about in the Bible. Our goal is simply to equip you so that you can make a life-changing difference where God has planted you all for the glory of God and the good of the world. We pray that you are blessed by this week's episode. Well, hey, everyone, welcome back to the Authentic Discipleship Podcast, where everything we're doing is encouraging, equipping, and empowering the church to make disciples through authentic relationships. And man, I am excited to be back, excited about this episode, and really just uh, looking forward to what the Lord has for us. And so just to be uh, transparent, what I love about this podcast is, is a chance for me to ramble a little bit, but in my own personal life, uh, God has really been doing some some things in me. And I, I started out a message a few weeks ago at my church, and I want to start out this podcast with a similar question for you. And I want you to ask yourself the question, what does God want from us? So hear that again. What does God want from from us. You know, a lot of times when we think about uh, God or our relationship with God, you know, that that question uh, probably doesn't get asked, but more of God, what do you want me to do? Or God, it, it can kind of become me focused. But anyway, to get to the answer to the question, what does God want from us? He wants the one thing he's going to have for all eternity, and that's our worship. He's going to have our worship. And so uh, God has just really been moving my heart toward uh, uh, cultivating a heart of worship, a lifestyle of worship. And I can't remember, I think I've shared this in an earlier episode, but I used to, I, I used to be insecure about that word worship because I didn't quite know how to teach on it. Like I, I somewhat knew what worship was, but, but it was just a, something that I've had to grow in. And, and by God's grace, He's teaching me more about what worship is. And so my prayer for you and my heart for you is that today, really just to share the magnitude of when it becomes to being a disciple, because one thing I do know we have said is that we must be a disciple of Jesus before we can make disciples of Jesus. Hear that again. We must be a disciple of Jesus before we can make disciples of Jesus. And so just to model that, I would love to uh, pray over uh, the rest of our time on the podcast, and then uh, we're going to dive into a word that I think will be helpful for you. So let's pray. Father, thank you for all that are listening. God, I do thank you for the favor and influence you've given this podcast. And God, I do pray uh, that it's been helpful, Lord. And I pray for each listener as they're listening on the car ride, God, as they're listening on their run or the gym or wherever, God, I do pray as I read your word that it would speak to hearts, God, and Lord, that we would all see you, Jesus, more clearly, God, that we would learn from, uh, Jesus, we would learn from you, and Lord, that you would cultivate a heart of worship in us so that we can be your people uh, on the earth. So I ask that, Lord, and um, I pray for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I want to read out of Luke chapter 10. I'm going to read out of Luke chapter 10, and, um, and it speaks of two sisters, Martha and Mary, who both uh, loved Jesus, they, they knew Jesus, and, and so I just want to pick up with uh, really an episode that happens, or a, a picture of what happens when Jesus comes to their home. So Luke 10, verse 38, it says, Just as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, 
he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. And Jesus says, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed, only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Man, what a word for 2023. What a word for America. What a word for our lives, right? Um, that that word distraction. And, and so as Martha, and, and one thing that's just so convicting to me as a, as a pastor, and man, I've had to just repent to my staff. I repented to my church a few weeks ago of just how distracted I've been when I really look at this passage and I think about all the things that I'm doing that, that perhaps Jesus might even want me doing. But I think for all of us, that word distraction really resonates in a place where we're stimulated by a lot of things in the Western world. And so Jesus is teaching a really, really, really cool lesson here because something I want you to maybe think about when it comes to Martha is that Martha Martha wasn't distracted with bad things. Martha was distracted by making preparations for God to come to her house, right? So Martha was actually doing a good thing that Jesus had to correct. And man, that's just so convicting to me. So regardless of you know, whoever you are listening to this podcast, that, that God doesn't want us to do good things, but he wants to lead us to the best thing. And what we see in this passage is that the best thing is sitting before Jesus and listening. Because when we let distractions begin to cloud us from seeing Jesus and worshiping him, we are falling for, we are, we are settling for far short than what Jesus has for us as disciples. And I love the way he addresses Mary and he talks about Mary to Martha. She says, Martha, you're worried about many things. Few things are needed, or indeed only one. And Mary has chosen what is better. So when Jesus came into the room, when Jesus came into the house, she stopped everything she was doing and ran right to him and sat at his feet to listen. And, and so often, man, the presence of God is so foreign in our lives. And, and really the whole point when it comes to authentic disciple-making it starts with being authentically discipled by Jesus himself. And that means that in our quiet time, whatever you know, whatever you want to call it, our time alone with God, the point of that quiet time is that we would learn how to sit at the feet of Jesus and learn from him. And, and so when Jesus walked into the room, Mary stopped everything to make sure she got everything Jesus was saying, that she absorbed and, and worshiped and and gleaned everything that Jesus had to give her. And Jesus said, Mary has chosen what is better. Mary stopped everything, that all the craziness going on in life. Mary stopped everything and sat before the Lord. And he says, because she has done that, it will not be taken away from her. It will not be taken away from her. And so I just feel later to share, does your time with God look like trying to 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 be a Martha in a fast-paced world or does it look more like Mary and I know that may be convicting but I'll be honest with you this is the conviction I've sat under (laughs) for a bit that I had to repent and say God man 
more than more than pastoring a church, more than doing stuff in ministry, even more than than doing all the things your word says I should do. Like God, I just want to sit and worship Jesus. And that's just really where God's moving my heart and and getting to that original question. That's what worship looks like. Because when we stop long enough to look to Jesus, when we stop long enough to seek his face, the gospel becomes sweet again. The cross begins to bear weight on our soul again. And all the, the wildness going on in our life begins to find its proper place when we stop and we cultivate a heart of worship, a heart like Mary. Uh, that, that's just where I feel led to, to share with you today because even when you leave your quiet time, even when you leave that place where you're alone with the Lord and you're worshiping Him, what you leave that place with, you'll have a lot more to deliver to other people. Hear that one more time. What you leave with when you cultivate a heart of worship with Jesus you're going to have more power, and it's going to carry more weight, the things you distribute to others or people you're discipling. Right? We, we cannot give away um, knowledge or things that we do not know. And the best place we can learn uh, is to learn at the feet of Jesus, cultivating a strong, quiet time ourselves. And so I, I pray that that resonates. Now, this podcast is a lot about pra- practicing the how-to, right? So there's a part of this element that there isn't a really good how-to. It looks different from everyone. The time of day looks different for everyone. The place looks different for everyone. But what I would encourage you with is wherever you go, get still enough, have your word open, and seek to hear the Lord. And, and so you're like, but well, what do I need when I go to this place? Really three simple things. You need a heart of worship. You need the honest desire that you're not going to that time to just read the Bible, to check it off. You're not going to pray just to pray. No, you're going with a heart to worship Jesus, um, a heart to, to go after him and to seek his face. And so it begins there, but you also need the word and a heart to pray and listen to God. Like those are <laughs> the three ingredients that every believer who has the Holy Spirit, the three ingredients you need to sit before the Lord and hear from him. And just like riding a bike, the more you practice those three things, the more you bring those things into the conversation, the more you'll grow and you'll cultivate a stronger quiet time and a heart of worship. But I will tell you that the word of God, the more you read it, the more you have a discipline to read it, the more you'll begin to understand the Savior you're seeking, right? That, that cover to cover, everything points to Jesus. And then also with prayer, we were meeting um, a men's group uh, a few mornings ago, and a guy was just saying that, man, when I go to pray, um, I'm so good at talking, but he said, God is trying to teach me how to listen. And I think that's a, another great word for everyone. When we go in just to meet with Jesus, we're cultivating relationship. And I don't know about y'all, but I, I do not enjoy relationships where one person does all the talking. You, you know what I'm saying? Do you have that guy in your life that you can't get a word in because the guy or the lady just will not hush? Thankfully, God's patient. He doesn't um, you know, cast us off or nothing. But definitely, I believe uh, prayer is a give and take. And so um, we need the word. We need to read the word. And we need to pray. And there's a definite give and take 
when it comes to prayer. All right, so what are we talking about today? To make disciples, okay, we have to first be a disciple. And to be a disciple, we have to cultivate a heart of Mary, a heart to learn from Jesus. Because one thing I'm learning, real quick, I just want to interject this and I know this episode, it may seem like I'm more rambling than anything, but I really think it's important for you to hear. One thing I've learned is that when we do not disciple people to learn how to read the Bible, hear from God, and worship personally, there's going to be a default to chase the opinions of other disciples. So I think it's a very, very dangerous thing for a disciple uh, personal time in theology to be based on another disciple's work. All right now, hear me real clearly. Those things are much needed resources, books, but they are supplements and are not the meal. Uh, the word of God is the bread of life, and that is the bread intended to feed our soul. And other disciples and other writings, those are supplements to our spiritual growth, but they are not the meal, they're not living water. And they're not the bread of life. And so, I, but I do want to share that. That's why I think discipleship is so critical, is that supplements should point us to the man, or I'm sorry, materials should point us to the man of Jesus. And um, we, we don't need to build our theologies, build our discipleship based on just some of the works of other folks, okay? And so uh, I wanted to, to share that with you, but it starts with cultivating a heart of worship, learning from Jesus learning how to read the Bible on our own, and then learning how to pray and pray well. And as we do that, it is my sincere belief that the Holy Spirit will carry you along of who and where you need to invest that in. And even in your desire to make disciples, we want to make disciples that aren't following us, but disciples that are learning how to follow Jesus and I have much more to say to that, but uh, but today, man, I just really feel like that's what the Lord wanted for me uh, to share with you. And so I'll quickly recap one more time, and then I want to ask some really clear questions to prayerfully lead you into a place where you can begin to cultivate a heart of worship. So number one, we learned that God for all eternity, He wants our worship. He wants us to look to Him, to lift our hands, and to praise Him. We see that heart of worship to, to kneel before the Lord and to praise Him in the story of Martha and Mary. Uh, Martha was distracted. Mary was devoted. And Jesus seemed to bless the devoted one. And so what does it look like to be devoted? Well, it looks like having a heart of worship to get alone and spend time with Jesus. To do that, we need that heart of worship. We need the Bible, and we need prayer. And as it comes to disciple-making, uh, or discipleship, it starts with being a disciple. And as we cultivate that heart of worship and uh, become disciples, we will indeed uh, do well to carry along and disciple others. Okay? So I want to give you some engaging questions. Number one, where is your heart at as it pertains to worship? Where is your heart at as it pertains to worship? Number two, um, what vision is God giving you right now to come back to the cross to see Jesus rightly and to spend time with God in prayer, Bible, and worship. Um, what vision is he giving you now as you're listening to go to the place of worship? And then lastly, I just want to encourage you, what are you going to do about it this week? 
What, what distractions are starving your devotion to Jesus? What things do you need to lay down? What alarm do you need to set on your clock? Um, what music do you need to be listening to while you're spending time with God? Where's the last place you remember hearing from God and being excited? You know, what part of the Bible? Where do you need to go back to and start so that you can pick up where you left off of worshiping the Lord so that we can be effective in this commission? All right. Well, that's all I got for us, man. I hope you are doing well. Uh, thank you again so much for this podcast, for following, listening. It would be my greatest joy if you liked it, rated it, and shared it, because I do believe these conversations at this point in the life of the church, um, these are meaningful conversations that I pray the church is having. And my greatest prayer is that it is encouraging, equipping, and uh, empowering you to go do the thing God called us to do, which is make disciples of all the nations. I love you guys so much, and we will catch you next time.